Hello and welcome to the Craft and Cluster podcast, a show all about marketing your wine brand in the digital age. I'm your host, Heather Danitz, a photographer and social media consultant based in Santa Barbara Wine Country. Today we are going to talk about three ways you can easily generate content ideas to use on social media and other digital marketing channels. One of the biggest complaints people have about marketing is not knowing what to post on social media or what content will perform well in emails. So I wanted to share three strategies I use to generate ideas for content on the regular. And the best part is, the more you practice these strategies, the easier it's going to get for you. The first way to generate content ideas is to look at what posts your audience has been tagging you in. Your audience knows what they want to see more of, and if you listen carefully, they will tell you. First, you're going to scroll through the posts you've been tagged in on Instagram, and I want you to pay attention to what photos they most often tag you in. I also recommend that you pay attention to the words they are using in their captions. This can give you fodder for the kinds of posts and emails you can make to serve your audience really, really well. Do you get tagged in a lot of posts about your Cabernet Franc? Then give a brief history of the variety or talk about general characteristics of wine made from the grape. Are you noticing that your audience is tagging your neighbors in posts? Then you could create a post about local attractions for their next visit. An example of how I've used this strategy is I looked at what posts one of my clients was tagged in most often and found that their audience really, really loves posting photos of themselves sitting around the fire pits in their tasting room courtyard. We also found that they really, really love the rosé. So what we did was made a few posts with staged lifestyle images of people sitting around the fire pit in the courtyard. We also made some videos showing the behind the scenes of how the rosé was made. Those posts remain some of their best performing posts to this day. The second thing you can do to generate more content ideas is to look at what is trending or topical and see if there's a way for you to spin the trend in your favor. For example, a few weeks ago, there was a templated story challenge where people were sharing eight random facts about themselves. And I thought, hmm, how could I use that as a prompt to create more content ideas? So I quickly jotted down eight random facts about myself and then thought about how those eight facts could be relevant or valuable to my audience. One of my random facts is that I originally wanted to be a photojournalist. I then thought more deeply about how that could be relevant to my audience and thought, well, really, I like stories and I know that stories are a great way to market. This was how episode nine, using the power of storytelling to sell your wine online came about. (laughs) Another way you can use what's topical or trending to generate content ideas is to look at TikTok or Reels for what types of videos are cropping up most frequently and seeing if you could spin it your way. Most recently, I noticed a trend on TikTok where part of the song Bad by Michael Jackson would play in the background of the video, and right when the chorus came to I'm bad, (laughs) the person in the video would go up on a toe stand and the video would freeze frame on them. I thought, okay, how can I make this relatable to my audience full of wine industry nerds? The answer was to add text to the screen that said, when the wine you've been saving for years is corked. 
And when the chorus hit, I did a toe stand and tossed the wine over my shoulder. Because that song and concept was trending and because my spin on it was relatable to my audience, that reel remains one of my best performing posts to date. One more way you can get inspired by content from pop culture is to look at trending memes. A word of caution with these trending slash topical strategies, though, they can be very quickly overdone. We all remember the Bernie Sanders memes that cropped up before the presidential inauguration was even over. They were hilarious at first and even funnier when brands started incorporating Bernie Sanders and his adorable mittens into their content. But on the second day, the jokes started getting a little stale. And by the third day, people were already super annoyed by them. The point is, if you're going to jump on a trend, try and do it as early as you possibly can before, you know, the, the horse has been beaten to death. Okay, so the third way to generate content ideas is to pay attention to the posts and emails you get from other companies that you find yourself gravitating towards, especially those outside of the wine industry. What emails were you compelled to open? And more importantly, Which ones drove you to click and why? Also ask yourself, what Instagram posts or stories have made you want to engage with them and why? And I really want you to analyze these things. If it was an image of an Instagram post that made you want to read the caption, what about that image attracted you? Was it the colors? Was someone doing something cool or interesting or weird or confusing? If it was an email that attracted you, What about the subject line of that email made you want to open it? And how could you spin that to work for you and your brand? For example, I was recently really impressed with an email I received from Canva, an online design program that I use to create graphics for myself and my clients. It was a notice that my annual subscription was about to renew, and the email said, happy anniversary! (laughs) The email was so impressive that I didn't even care that they were telling me it was time to pay them $120. I immediately thought of how my clients could derive inspiration from that email in their own reminder emails to their wine club members. A quick side note, with all of these things, I just want to remind you to not copy what others are doing, but to simply see how you could put your own individual spin on these concepts. Finally, I have a bonus content generating idea for you all. (laughs) As I mentioned in a previous episode of the podcast, I am a big fan of repurposing content and revisiting content that is old. If I or my clients had a post that did really, really well a few months ago, I like to think if there's a way that we could revisit that concept or make the general theme a part of our regular content. To do this, I will go through my Instagram insights and take a wide view look at the top 12 performing posts. So the posts with the most comments, likes, saves, and shares. For example, I found that for one of my clients, nine out of the 12 posts with the most engagement featured photos of their building and six of those nine posts use the hashtag winery architecture. This indicated to me that their audience wanted to see more photos of their beautiful new winery and that they're architecture nerds. We've since made winery architecture part of their regular content, and those posts always outperform every other post. It's ridiculous. (laughs) 
For another client, we found that their audience engaged most frequently with posts with the winemaker prominently featured. So we decided to have the winemaker do a few videos where he is talking about new wine releases or talking about some of the vineyards they get fruit from. And those posts have performed extremely well for him. All right, that's it for this episode of the Craft and Cluster podcast. I hope these content generating tips have helped to give you some ideas for how you can plan out your posts and emails in the future. To recap, I recommend looking at what posts your audience has been tagging you in, looking at what is trending or topical, paying attention to the posts and emails you engage with from other companies, and repurposing content that has performed well for you in the past. If you found this episode super helpful, please rate and review it and spread the love by screenshotting, sharing, and tagging at Craft and Cluster on Instagram. And finally, to make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. I'll see you next Monday. Bye. Hey there, you just listened to the Craft and Cluster podcast, a production of Craft and Cluster owned exclusively by me, Heather Danitz. The opinions and statements in this show are those of me and any guests that appeared on the Craft and Cluster podcast and are for entertainment purposes only. I cannot guarantee any particular result or return on investment based on any statement from this show. But what I can guarantee is my extreme psychitude that you are still listening to this even though the episode has ended and this is clearly a disclaimer. You are super dedicated. I like that about you.